All right, welcome to the Vile Real Estate Podcast slash show. We're here today with Miss Kayden Lucas with Keller Williams and Mount Juliet. She's in her second year of real estate yeah. and she sold $14 million, yeah. $14 million of real estate in her first year as a rookie, yeah. which is super impressive. So, Kayden, yeah. welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm so, tell us, um, tell us who you are, where are you from? Okay. So, I was born in Santa Rosa, California. Okay. I um, spent most of my life in California and Florida. We moved many, many, many times as okay. a child. My dad was a Hall of Fame basketball player, and my mom was I did a, not know that. You didn't? I didn't really? know that. Yeah. I yeah. knew that. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, he's one of the top 50 basketball players of all time, was? Jerry Lucas. Okay. Yeah, wow. so he ended and won a championship with the Knicks. Okay. Um, so he's he's really, he's one of the you know, top 50, won a gold medal. Won, that is awesome. Yeah, went to Ohio State. Okay. Buckeyes. Um, I know, it's a burn. I a lot of people are not going to that I did not know this yeah. until now. Yeah. Anyways, go ahead. Yeah, well, I don't talk about it all that much sure. just because it's, you know, it's, He's a he's 79 now and doing awesome and we were all just together for a wedding. Yeah. But so then my mom was a gospel recording artist and she was the co-host of the 700 Club for years as well. And so my upbringing was very different from a lot of people, yeah. but it was my normal. Um, but we moved around a ton and we traveled and really it allowed me to just see so many different people in life and things in life and different experiences, which I think and we'll, we'll talk about later, but just it has helped me in real estate so sure. much, you know, to just be exposed to so many different things as a child. Um, so yeah, my uh, parents got divorced when I was 11 okay. and it was tough for me. I mean, it really, I went on a downward spiral as a young child, mm -hmm. felt very alone and you know my brother my dad lived in Georgia at this point and my mom and I moved back to California and so immediately I was separated from my brother and mm. my dad and so it really just I had to grow up really quickly yeah. um, and so got into some pretty heavy things in sure. California and um, I'm real open about my story yeah. so I'm not That's private good. about it at all yeah. but um, you know drugs alcohol really got into some some heavy things in my life um, all the way through really back and forth I would you know stop doing drugs and alcohol and then I would get back on them and then I would stop and then I get back on them and uh, so got very addicted later on in my adult life um, to pain medication mm -hmm. and then um, I've now been clean since 2010. Awesome. So awesome. you know that's part of my story and part awesome. of who makes me yeah. the person are. that I am. Yeah. yeah and so that's you know just there's a lot more in there, sure. but um, I have four kids, mm -hmm. and they're 23, 22, 19, and 15. Got one, and one, of them here. one of them here with us today from California. And I was young. I had you know my first two kids in my 18th year. Okay. Um, so again, another t you just had to grow up so quickly, and so I think it's so many of my experiences. I think have helped me in what I do now. Um, just because I can relate with so many people and where oh, yeah. they are in their life. And yeah. um, just because I think I've probably experienced just about anything anybody could go through. Yeah. Um, but before real estate, I was a worship leader for 17 years. Um, I was on staff at a church for 13 years okay. as a worship pastor, and that's actually what brought me to Nashville. Okay. Um, there was a church that was looking for a worship pastor in uh, Mount Juliet okay. and came to go on staff there, and okay. that's what brought us. I was in Palm Beach, Florida, okay. brought us to Nashville, um, ended up going through a divorce, and I knew as all of this was kind of unraveling, um, 
you don't go into ministry for money, right? And so yeah, yeah. I had to find something that w- I was going to be able Well, yeah, the truth. <laughs> Right. And that's just not who I could be. Yeah, so, yeah, that's a totally another <laughs> off topic. Yeah. Um, but that's not, you know, for me, I knew I needed something where I was going to be able to take care of my family mm-hmm. and support myself. And it really, the, I'm, I'm 41 as of Saturday. And this is the Happy first birthday. time, thank you. This is the first time in my life I've ever been on my own. Mm-hmm. So I was either married or I lived with my parents. And so, I kind of did things very backwards, right? Like I had kids really early, had all these experiences. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, this is the first time I've ever lived on my own and like rented my own apartment. And, you know, all these things where I'm like, oh, I kind of feel like a big girl, but I've kind of been an adult, you know, but it's just very unorthodox, I I guess you could say. Um, And so I knew like there was just, I had to find something. I knew that I love, I mean, I know, I love people, right? And I, and in my, just at my core of my nature, I, I care for people and just what they go through and experience in life way beyond real estate, yeah. you know? Yeah, and so, that you've been oh that. gosh, I yeah. do. Yeah. And so my sister, um, and a friend actually said to me, you, my sister's in real estate in Park City, Utah with her husband. And, um, they've been in real estate for 25 years. And she said, you know, this is something that you really should look into. You mm-hmm. would be just so good at it because of your just relationship with people. And so I dragged my feet for quite some time um, and then finally decided this is what I needed to do. I had zero clue what I was getting into. <laughs> I mean, I really had no idea. I knew, no I knew it was not going to be easy, and I had no idea how I was going to start. You know, I'd only been living here for, for like three and a half years. You know, where was I going to find clients? What was I going to do? Yes, I had so many friends in the area and church people in my life and all that, but I mean, I was at ground zero. I had no idea what I was doing. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and then wow. got into, you know, did an online class, passed my test, joined Keller and Mount Juliet. Um, if I can say anything to anyone that's getting into real estate, get a mentor. Mm-hmm. Um, because I had Pat and Joe Rice as my mentors mm-hmm. out of the Mount Juliet office. And I think it just changed the trajectory of my business because they taught me how to do things with a foundation that was right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Pat is, she does things by the book, you Mm -hmm. know, which I think was, which we should, (laughs) I know not all of us do, but we should. Um, and so I learned that foundation of doing things right and doing them well. Um, and, and just making sure that all your I's were dotted and your T's were crossed and that everything was in place. And so I did my first six transactions with them and they just walked me through the process of each contract with everyone, you know, every one of them is different. You never see the same thing twice. Um, we did our, my first listing was a month after I got my license. And of course I was like, I have no clue how to do a listing. Like, what am I going to do? So she co-listed with me, walked me through the entire process and, um, just really set me up for success. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So interesting. So I want to come back to that. Yeah. I want to rewind 35 ish years. Oh geez. So you, okay. So your dad was a Hall of Fame mm-hmm. NBA player. Mm-hmm. Your mother was host of 700 Club mm-hmm. for a while. Mm-hmm. So two very high-performing mm-hmm. individuals. <laughs> what kind of expectations <laughs> did they have for you growing up, and did they communicate those to you? Yeah, what was that like? yeah, it's hard. I mean, we were definitely a performance-driven family. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt, and it's something that I've had to um, really work on all my life because I always wanted to. I needed to perform and I felt like, Feel good I, enough. Yeah. right. If I wasn't performing, I wasn't 
good enough, yeah. right? And honestly, there were many years of my life where I was in a very deep depression over that because yeah. I felt like, felt like I wasn't good enough. Your potential yeah. And you, yeah. yeah, I wasn't good enough. And even though I was leading worship and all these things, there was something still deep inside of me. And probably, I will be honest, a lot of it, and, and it's no down to my parents at all, but just True. something inside of me said, well, if you're not making a lot of money, you're not yeah. successful. Yeah. And then I realized how untrue that was. Mm -hmm. I was successful because I had amazing children and mm -hmm. I had a family and I have, you know, a mom and dad that love me and all these things that I wasn't, my brain just wasn't clicking yeah. right. You know, yeah. I was like, these are the, these are the things in my check boxes that I have to meet to be able to be okay and to think that I'm successful. Yeah. Um, thankfully that's changed for me now. And I went through a lot of counseling and a lot of things to really like change my mindset. Mm -hmm. Um, I went to mercy ministries mm -hmm. in Nashville when I was pregnant with my third child to just go through some very deep counseling to just get past some of these things in my life. And it's a daily Mm -hmm. It's a daily thing. I mean, I still to this day struggle with depression. Mm -hmm. I have to get myself out of bed every day mm -hmm. and say, I'm putting on makeup, I'm yeah. putting on my clothes, and I'm going to do this because yeah. I just know that I have a, there's just something in me that wants to withdraw, that sure. wants to isolate. Um, and so, although I'm very outgoing, there's still that part of me that so many times it's that that struggle within me that says, I love people, but I just want to retreat. Yeah. Um, and so it's a daily, daily battle for mm -hmm. me, you know, and it's all on our mind, yeah. you know, yeah. and I think that the word of God says that, yeah. you know, that it, it's all in, that's your, the most powerful place is yeah. right here. Yeah. Um, and so I have to, I have to work on that every yeah. single day. And sometimes I win and sometimes I yeah. lose. <laughs> um, but yeah, so from there, I mean, I really just had to start coming to that place where I learned who I was and that I was good enough mm -hmm. and I was good enough just because I was me. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. I had very successful brothers and sisters. You know, I was kind of the black sheep of the family. Did your brothers play basketball as well? So my brother JJ played at Vanderbilt. Okay, cool. Um, he lives here in the area too. He's six ten. He's humongous, dude. My dad's six eight. My brother Matt played at Ohio State. Okay. Um, my brother Jeff is a very successful businessman. My you know, sister Julie's in real estate. My brother Matt actually uh, worked for Turner Studios for 26 years and did all their editing for basketball and NASCAR and golf and he has eight Emmys and I mean just, oh, wow. yeah, wild. Um, so all that to say, I was like, I did everything backwards, mm -hmm. right? I was the one who had a teen pregnancy. You really teen, like the Two like teen pregnancies, yeah, yeah, and I was. Yeah. I mean, I really was. Yeah. It was very, I was just the one that I think in my mind thought, well, no one's going to be proud of me because look at what all my brothers and sisters have done. And I've just done things so backwards, mm -hmm. you know, I'm the baby of five too. So, yeah. um, you know, I think if my brothers and sisters are older than me and I think that, um, I felt like I just kind of got the brunt of everything. And I think it all just affected me much differently than sure. them. So, um, but yeah, I had to, I had to really get to a place where I changed my heart and my mind to understand that I'm good enough, mm -hmm. um, that God loves me, regardless of if I did things backwards, yeah. you know, he loves me and yeah. he cares for me. And this is my story, yeah. right? It's not yeah. anybody else's story. This is yeah. my story. Yeah. And there's a purpose of why I walked this road. And yeah. I know now, because me chills over time, yeah, yeah. I know now it's to help other people. Yeah. And that if I w didn't have the story that I have, then I wouldn't be able to help people the way that I can. And it's yeah. unique to each one of us. Yeah. You know? So. Yeah, I um, I relate to that, and I appreciate you sharing all that because I think that in the business world in general, typically the people that are on the podium are elevated. Um, it's a certain personality type, mm -hmm. and it's show no weakness. Yep. All, you know all this stuff. Yep. 
Uh, but the reality is that people go through stuff. That's right. You know, and Every everyone's story is different. Mm -hmm. But when you're only hearing one story on repeat, yeah. because people think that that's what they're supposed to say and do and be, um, it discourages people who can't relate to that. And the reality is most people can't relate to being 100% perfect. on and yeah. 100% perfect <laughs> yeah. 24 7. That's true. You know? And I still struggle with that. I do. You know, I still find myself going, what are you doing? You know, yeah. like, why are you acting like you're so perfect you're, or like you're on? You know, and so, and I actually, my son and I have talked about this. Like, I really believe that God has allowed me to be successful in my business this last year and a half because I just made, first of all, it's his business, it's not mine. Second of all, I have made a commitment to be real with people. I've made a commitment that, like, I dress in jeans and a t-shirt mm -hmm. and that's me. You yeah. know, I know that some people don't, they feel like you should, you know, oh, I, I mean, I still feel like I'm a professional, yeah. Yeah, you but I'm just yeah, going to be, I'm going to be me. <laughs> yeah. And I told my son that I said, you know what, be you. Because in the end, if you aren't you, you're not going to be fulfilled. You're not going to be happy in what you're doing. And so I thought, you know what, it's better for me to be who I am and the people that connect with me will work with me. And the ones who need someone that's maybe a little bit more polished, They'll work with them, and that's okay. There's plenty of business in Nashville, right? We need every kind of agent, and I think there's nothing wrong with either side. I just have to be who I am, and otherwise it's not going to be um, – what's the word? Uh, what is wrong with me? No, I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not going to be real for me, and yeah. I can't fake it. Yeah. Like, I'm not good at faking yeah. it to people. So. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's interesting because, um, you know, I couldn't agree with that more. Everyone – like you, there's different types of people that you're going to relate to. You know, people like to do business with people who they relate to. Yeah. And so, um, if you're not being you and you're attracting business, that's exactly right. <laughs> people who are like this fake persona of you, yeah. you're not going to enjoy your business. Yeah. But when you're just putting yourself out there and being a professional, but putting yourself out there and then just consistently working hard, you're going to attract people who see the world like you and they're fun to work with. It that's makes your right. job more fun. And I have a blast. And not to be like all frou-frou, but that's just, that's just the truth. That's like, right. It's that's right. Work. This business is so stressful. It's hard work. It's yeah. already so hard. Like work with people that you want to work with. Yeah. yeah. And I've, and now I've worked with people that have become my friends. Exactly. You know, and that's what's so cool about yeah. this is that I have gained so many great friends through this business that they're not just clients anymore, mm -hmm. you know? And I think if you treat people the way that you want to be treated, you treat people with, whether whether you're selling a house that is $100,000 or a million dollars, I treat those people the same. Mm -hmm. Because that amount of money to them is the same. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Like, there's no difference. Mm -hmm. You don't have a client that, oh, they get more attention. No, that's not true. Because yep. this is the biggest investment of these people's yep. lives, no matter where they yep. are. And they are treated with the same amount of respect and honor yeah. that they deserve. Yeah. And, you know, I, I've made a commitment to that, to mm -hmm. treat people like they're my friends and to care for people first, yeah. right? The commission and the paycheck is a bonus. Mm -hmm. What we get to do is help people. Yeah. And I think that we can we can lose sight of that sometimes yeah. because it is such a grind. And, um, you know, my son's a real estate agent in California, and I told him, I'm like, this is a grind. It's a grind. I mean, you are going to work the hardest you've ever worked. I'm in a different place in my life. You know, my kids are older. I have a lot of time that I can devote to, to my job right now. And 
I've never had something like this, you know, yeah. so I'm in that place in my life where I can give a lot more hours than some people might be able to yeah. with kid babies or things like that. So I'm in a unique place in my life. Um, but I think after the divorce and now doing this, I've been completely able to reinvent myself. And it's really the first time I feel confident about who I am. Mm -hmm. I feel good about myself. I feel like I'm making a difference, mm -hmm. not just because of real estate, but because of the relationships that have come. I mean, I have literally been able to sit and pray with people as we walk through a house to say, let's pray if like this is your your house, that you mm -hmm. have peace, that this mm -hmm. is where you're supposed to be. Um, you know, or, and I've, and I've told people this so many times, because you know there's, the market's so crazy um, and it's so competitive that I just, I really have a belief system. I've watched it happen. I know I've like all these years, no year and a half, but consistently, if a house is for someone, the doors are just going to open and it's just going to happen. And if it's not, they're going to just slam shut. And I think that's what you want, right? Because if it's not the right place for you, for your family to make memories, for, you know, whatever it is, then you don't want to walk through the wrong thing. And so I, I'm a firm believer that when those doors shut and you don't get the house that you really wanted, right, you know, and it's like, oh, man, I can't believe it. But then the next one you go to, the doors open and everything yeah. falls into place. Yeah. I just believe that that's how it's supposed to be, yeah. um, that there's purpose for yeah. everything. And so, and I'm watching it consistently happen. Yeah. You know? so, I agree with that. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. All right, so... Um, Let's fast forward. Okay. Fast forward. Fast forward. Yeah. Um, so you said Pat and Joe Rice were their names? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so talk, let's talk about your first year. So what were yeah. some of the things that they shared with you that helped you get off to such a fast start? Most, um, mo yeah. I mean, there's very seasoned agents who don't sell $14 million in real estate. Well, I'll say this. I The very first thing I did, I, I did not actually get a mentor my first month. It wasn't until probably my second month that I was like, you know what, I think I probably need we, productivity coaches. Is what I don't know if that's what it's called everywhere, but that's what it's called at Keller Williams. And where I kind of was like, well, let me just see what I can do. And then I realized I need help. Like, I don't yeah. know how to fill I mean, you know, real estate school doesn't teach you how to fill out the forms and all that. I mean, it was like, I really have no idea what I'm doing and this is legal and this is really serious and I don't want to get myself in trouble. Um, but before that, I literally blasted out to everyone I know. Okay. And I went on Facebook messenger, not just a Facebook post. I went on Facebook messenger and I, I have thousands of friends because I've lived all over the country. Yeah. Right. And so I was like, it's not just going to be to Tennessee. Because people are moving here every day from yeah. other places. Oh, so I, right, Chicago, Chicago. we've got people yeah. coming from everywhere. Yeah. So for me, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go and blast it out to everyone I know that this is now what I'm doing. And can I put you in my database? Can I have your birthday? Can I have your home address and an email address? Mm -hmm. You would not believe how many people gave me their information. And in my brain, I'm going, I would never give somebody my information. But they knew me. And they knew my heart, and it wasn't to sell them anything. It was, I just want to keep in touch with you, and I'm in real estate, and if you ever have anyone or you need help, I'm here to help you, right? Yeah. So my database grew quickly because of that, and I got a lot of response to that. And then from there, I swear, I don't. I think I had a little bit of luck in my first year, too, because I feel like everyone I knew either needed to buy or sell. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Like, it was the weirdest yeah, thing. I'm like, how yeah. in the world do all these people that I know yeah. have a house to sell or a house to buy? Yeah. And, like, it just happens to be my first year of real yeah. estate. So I think it was just, a, I think there was some of this that was, um, like, my 
I'll say business mind or whatever, but I think the other was really very lucky. <laughs> and, and, and lucky. And, yeah. yeah and, uh, no, I know exactly what you mean. I had one month um, in my first year in like full time, like general real estate, where it was like, I think I made, I had like, I had not made this kind of money. I was like young, but I, I made like 40 or 50 grand in you were like, like commission. What? Yeah. And I was like, this is my salary. Like, Le- this is more than People my salary. Make it a year. Yeah, yeah. You know, my first job out of college. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh my gosh, where's all this coming from? And I thought I was like the best real estate agent in, in the world. And there were, there were things that I did right that Absolutely. contributed to That's that. That's right. Yeah. It was also just one of those things where it's like, okay, everyone wants to buy, you know, it buy a show. It just happened. Yeah. And I think, I think part of it is, yeah, I'm, I'm good at what I do, but I think also it was relationships. Yeah. Right. It was relationships. And when people knew that I got into real estate, they called me Yeah, because we had that foundation of relationship of trust. They knew that I was going to be honest. They knew that I was going to work hard for them because they knew me in my life other than real estate, mm-hmm. you know? So really my first year was mostly all personal really? referrals. I, I, some of it was, um, I do Zillow leads. Mm-hmm. Um, I know the big bad machine. Um, but so that did contribute um, but then what happened and what was so cool about that is that those people then that were strangers when we first met became friends, yeah. then referred me. Yeah. I mean, there was one person that ended up referring me to four different people. So yeah. one lead became five deals yeah. because they were like, oh my gosh, we're going to free everybody we yeah. know. Yeah. So I think sometimes we get scared. I, so many people ask me all the time, like, how do you feel about buying leads or how do you feel about Facebook leads or all these things? I'm like... Find business however you can. Yeah. Like this is, we are, it's technology now, right? Yeah. We are a technology business now. This is so different from back in the day when you used to hop in somebody's car and everything was paper contracts. I mean, everything yeah. now is technology based. And I think if we're not playing in that arena, you know, we're going to be left yeah. behind. Yeah. And so I just felt like I needed to get, you know, connected that way, especially because I didn't, I knew people, but I didn't know a ton of people here. So I knew there had to be a way for me to kind of build my business. Yeah. Um, and so I, I did and, yeah. um, and it contributed I, to, to business. Yeah. So. I want to step on my soapbox a little bit yeah. about that specifically, <laughs> because one of the things that's to me so annoying, um, I think within the real estate coaching world, you have people who are like, no, you only need to get business from your mm-hmm. sphere from your database and past clients, you don't need to buy leads. Mm -hmm. Um, And then you have the other side where it's like, why are you doing stuff? Like, why are you um, doing stuff for your sphere and events and stuff? And you just only need to buy leads. And um, I always tell people to follow the dollar. Like when, Mm -hmm. when when people are telling them something, like follow the dollar. And so these coaches, they get paid (laughs) by having a consistent message. Mm -hmm. And they package that message into products, whether it's monthly coaching, or it's a course, yeah. you know what I mean? And so if, if someone, uh, let's use like the core, for instance, or yeah. Dave, if Dave Ramsey tomorrow came out and was like, hey, listen, there are times where it's okay to use credit, <laughs> that would like, <laughs> or the, buy Dave new car or world, whatever. Like, the Dave Ramsey world yeah. would explode. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, know? It's true. And the reality is he, he's right on a lot of stuff, mm-hmm. but there are he, exceptions. He's not, mm-hmm. he doesn't say things, not just him. Coaches don't say things that aren't in line with the foundational framework that they built to make money. Right. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. And so if you can buy internet leads, mm-hmm. right, and they become a part of your sphere. They're your my database, sphere now. Yeah. What's the problem? Right. 
They're going and to that's where they're looking. So it's like, why am I, why am I going to reinvent the wheel right now? Which, hey, look, I understand. Zillow has a lot of things going on, right? I get it, and I know that a lot of lenders are pulling out. I know there's a lot going on there, right? So I don't know how long it's going to last, but while it lasts right now, while it's here right now, why am I not going to take advantage of what's right in front of me when I know that's where a lot, most people are looking, right? But I will say this. There's got to be a balance because I've seen some agents that have only bought Zillow leads, and they have all this business, and then all of a sudden, those things slow down, and their business stopped, Right, so you can't just rely on one part of your business. It has to be a healthy balance. Yeah, and so absolutely. you've got to have your personal referrals plus this, right? Absolutely. Because if this goes away, you're screwed. Absolutely. Right. So yeah. it's like what? So I'm and just like how I've talked to you about. I mean, I know this isn't about you, but your company and all the things that you're doing. Like, I have to have my my um, self in the in lots of different places yeah. because if one of them, if I'm just solely banking on one thing and that falls I can't feed my family yeah right and now I'm on my own and I have to feed my family and so if I'm just relying on Zillow not gonna happen right so what I have to do is keep nurturing all these relationships so I have two client events a year um, we do a Christmas really awesome Christmas party and then another I say every year isn't that hilarious this is only no, it's year, a, but so well, far you have, a, you have a system in place <laughs> so far that's, that's, yeah. that's important yeah. to know yes. that, like, yes. that is your system and the reason I do that is because I first of all I appreciate them so much because they're the only reason I do feed my family mm -hmm. because of their trust in me and allow me to walk with them on their journey and so we do a Christmas party and then like this last month we just did a sounds game and we got a big suite and just had an amazing night and they had no expense to them it was all free food draft beer like we had a blast yeah but i feel like as, if you keep appreciating people because what i don't want people to feel like is sounds night that's that's a that's the local triple a oh sorry baseball yes team. baseball team in nashville it was nashville sounds awesome we had so, so much a, fun a night at the baseball so bar. fun yeah. yeah but and we had like 50 people there and it was awesome, awesome right yeah. but what i think Sometimes we get so busy that I think we can get, we go through a transaction with somebody and then we never talk to them again, right? Yeah. It was like, I talked to you all this time for the whole month we were through this transaction process, which yes, of course, it's going to dwindle. But then I don't want them to feel like, oh, wow, she just dropped. You use, you get, they, right? They she use got her them. commission yeah. and then she's out. So we, that's right. And so we try really hard um, to stay connected with people. I will say that I have a system where every single week I text one of my like every day through the week, I text one of my past clients just to check on them. Mm -hmm. Say, you know, how's it going? How's the house? How's Seattle? How, you know, like where you moved or how's your new home? Because I want them to know that I'm still in their life. And I understand as I grow that it's probably going to be harder to do that. But you know what? I can text one person every day. Yeah. That is not hard for me yeah. to do. It takes a minute and it takes some thought. Um, but I think it makes all the difference in the world because now they're not just a transaction they're mm -hmm. a person yeah and I, I think that's really made a difference because those you are not only staying at their mind share right they think about you because they're like wow she stays in touch with me but it's and I'm not doing it just to get referrals although that is part of it but I'm doing it because I really don't want them to feel like I used them I mm -hmm. want them to know that I did I was in this with them um, for more than just this transaction yeah, the and then they refer me yeah. because I'm at the top of their mind because I continue to stay in touch with them yeah. they get emails and my newsletter monthly yeah. and all of that and they get invited to events yeah. so and all my clients get invited to the events yeah. past present that's awesome so 
Yeah. Okay, so your first year, fourteen million. How many transactions? Twenty nine. Okay, twenty nine transactions. I'm bad at math. That's. Um, uh, anybody have a calculator? I have no idea. Um, Somebody do it really fast. Fourteen. What's that like? Divided by twenty nine. Ish around there. Average four fifty. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I got really lucky. Yeah. So, so that's a that's a pretty <laughs> high. Really that's a pretty yeah. high transaction. Man. Volume. For this area, and so, that's what I was telling my I mean, son so, today too. I was like, it was pretty crazy. the The average was high for this yeah. area, and of course, there were ones that were one hundred and fifty, but there were some that were seven hundred and fifty, and yeah. so they just kind of averaged out yeah. to be that. And I will say, some of the lucky ones that I got um, were people moving here from out of state, okay. um, and they had a pretty high price point. Okay. Um, and so that was helpful because people move in from California and Chicago and things like and that. Like They're selling their houses. out of state referrals or was just like Zillow? These were Zillow. Okay. And so, and some of them were out of state referrals. I've gotten some out of state referrals, but, um, a lot of them were Zillow because that, I mean, obviously that's where they're looking. They don't yeah. know people here. Yeah. They're like, we're, we're looking for houses. Where are we going to look? Well, that's yeah. just where they look. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but then that ended up again, turning into more deals because they either had friends that were also moving here or they knew some people here, or once they moved here, they kind of got a network of people and then they referred me to yeah. their friends. And, um, I had somebody just this week who they moved here from Ohio. Um, I guess we closed last August and now they're being transferred to Atlanta and they want me to list their house. I mean, yeah, it's a very, that doesn't happen very often where yeah. it's that quick of a turnaround. Yeah. But I was the first person they called. Yeah. Right. And so they didn't go find somebody. I almost feel bad. I almost feel bad when it's like that, you know, you just come like, by oh, man, and list. I know, like, I know. Later. And I, I feel, and of course I'm going to work with them, sure. to, you know, cause it was just so quick. Um, but I'm the first person they called and there's nothing worse, I think, than to, drive up to a house that you sold someone and see another agent sign that's selling it. Mm-hmm. I have not had that happen yet, but I can't imagine how that would feel yeah. because I'm like, Oh my gosh, did they really not have a good experience with me that they needed another agent? But that's all. Sometimes if it's been years, they forget. Yeah. They remember who yeah. their who did their transaction. That's why we keep at the top of their mind mm-hmm. with just personal touches along the way, you know, because I think, in six years, somebody's not going to be able to forget me, right? Yeah. Because there's so many things and there's little gifts that we'll send and, you know, just try. I know that's probably pretty typical, but, um, well, here's the thing though. It, it's typical, but it's not, I think it's the little things. And I want to talk about the little things because those are the things in my experience from talking to top producing agents that really set them apart. Yeah. People are always looking for the, like the, the, the new mouse trap or the silver bullet when there isn't one, it's, it's, doing the little things daily yeah. and realizing that, hey, that, like it, it actually does work. I think the issue is like if you took um, a microwave dinner that was supposed to cook for four minutes in the microwave mm-hmm. and you threw it in there for a second and then press stop and pulled it out and looked on it and checked on it and you kept doing that, it would never, A, you wouldn't make it to four minutes because yeah. you have the, the, you know, um, the patience, yeah. but, um, but B, it wouldn't. It would never cook. And I think so many people like that's what they do in their business. Like they don't measure in big enough time chunks, mm-hmm. and they don't stick with it. Yeah. And so it's like, man, I sent out um, postcards that one time. I never got. Didn't work. Yeah. I sent text to people. I listened to that freaking podcast from yeah. Canon, yeah. and I sent out texts for four days in a row, and I didn't get any business mm-hmm. from it. You know what I'm saying? It's got to be you, consistent. And because you know what? Anybody can do something once. Yeah. Anybody can do something twice. Yeah. yeah. But to do it consistently every month or every week or every day, it takes um, 
discipline. Yeah. You know, and this business, if you don't have, because you know what, because you're your own boss, you set your own hours. You know, it's really easy to, especially a lot of us that don't have offices and we work from home. It's really easy for me to go, well, I'm going to go do the laundry and I'm going to go do this so, and I'm so, going to go do that. So the, the <laughs> discipline is the most important thing in this business. Mm -hmm. People like, we talk about strategy all day long, but it's discipline. Just it's do it. Discipline, it's discipline. It's discipline. Yeah. You said be your own boss. A lot of people before they got into real estate weren't even good employees or good workers. That's true. Because they don't true. have discipline. Yeah. And so, like, you need to get your. You talked about it in the beginning. Get your freaking mind right first. I I you know hundred percent I mean? agree. Now I will say that I'm a, I'm kind of a freak of nature too. Um, my dad has a photographic mind memory, and I kind of inherited some of that, and so. I have a weird capacity to like remember a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And so I think that most, most people, I think you need to have something on your calendar. If it's not my calendar, it doesn't happen. Yeah. So I will say I live by my Google calendar, yeah. live by it. And I put everything in there, whether it's getting my hair did like yeah, you texted yeah, yeah, me the yeah, other yeah. day or like personal things or just dinners or showing. I mean, it is always in my calendar because I know, um, then I know what my day is right now. I know that the first thing that I do in the morning is that's where I connect with my clients. Very first thing when I get up in the morning, that's that text message to a prior client. That is a um, kind of seeing if there's any new things that have popped up for people that are looking. That's my time to just kind of get my head in the game and get everything together. Then the next part of my day is, okay, are there any missing pieces right now to any contract, like any documents yeah. or anything that we need to just, you, yeah, just getting that done. And then the rest of the day is either showing houses, getting on the phone, talking to people, um, you know, going to the office, teach, I teach classes in the office, that, those kind of things. And so I do have a very disciplined, um, schedule, but I was telling my son to get to, I keep referring to you cause you're just so cute. <laughs> um, but that, you know, we work hard, but we get to play hard, yeah. you know, and I, I honestly in this business and I, I know that probably people not in real estate are going to also watch this, but sometimes I feel guilty for commission checks that I get mm -hmm. to this day. Cause I'm like, and that was the easiest transaction that I've ever done. And you, they just, I just got a check for 20 grand and it's like, it, it sometimes it feels kind of icky if that makes sense. And that's why I feel like I have, I, there's something just deeply in me that has to give back. And so I will say that don't hold on to everything. I give to a lot of different ministries. I give to people in need. I try to help anyone and everyone that I can. Yeah. I'll say this. I also, for my clients, I own up to mistakes. And I just had a really big mistake happen. I had a closing last week, and there was a kitchen table that was supposed to be in the contract. Okay. Okay. I, forgot. <laughs> yes. I forgot to put it in there and it didn't convey and it wasn't there. Now this was, this is one where I felt so guilty about this because I was, this is so cool when it comes to technology. I sold this house over FaceTime. They lived in Orlando. They called me, they bought the house over FaceTime. I'm like, I would never buy a house over FaceTime, but they did. And they wanted to move here closer to their family. Never met them in person until closing day. Crazy. Okay. Went through the inspection. I went, you know, I mean, all of it was done wow. from remotely. Well, I forgot to put the table in the contract and it was my bad. I did not try to say it was someone else's fault. I didn't. And so this table cost X amount of dollars and I, I paid for it Yeah. because that was my bad. For sure. Right. And so I think that we, 
we've got to make sure that we're always giving back in some way. And if you make a mistake, own up to it, yeah. you know, and I know that it can be hard in those times when you've made a, you know, a big, big mistake like that. But I think that if you do the right thing, things will always come back to you. you know, yeah. I really do. And yeah. I, that's what I try. And even if they don't, it's just the right, it's it's the just right thing to do. to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, treat people kind with kindness. You know, I, that that's the number one rule um, in what I do in business or in life. Just be kind to mm. people, you know, um, no matter where they come from, no matter their walk of life, no matter anything, like be kind and mm. um, and just be authentic. That yeah. was the word I was looking for. Authentic, it wouldn't yeah. have been authentic to me to do anything <laughs> else, but just be authentic. And yeah. I think people know when you're real and people know when you're BSing them. Yeah. You know, yeah. um, but in this business, you know, I think it all makes up like those times where you feel guilty about the checks coming in. Then you got the next deal that is like the biggest yeah. crap show of all yeah. time that you're yeah. like, dang, I earned this yeah. plus yeah. more. Yeah. Um, and so I think it all evens out, yeah. you know, but um, work hard, yeah, you know, we sure. work really, really hard. And um, but I love what I do. Yeah. I mean, if I. I wake up every day and I'm excited mm -hmm. about what I do. Yeah. I don't ever want that to change. Now, yeah. there's days that are harder mm -hmm. than others. Absolutely. No doubt there are days that are harder than others, but I love what I get to do. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, practically, you sent out that Facebook message mm -hmm. when you got started, mm -hmm. which I think is huge. It I was, encourage it everyone was to do that. Messenger, not just a post. I think a post, too. I did that, too. Yeah. I did that, too. Um, like every every form of communication possible. Every form. I texted, I called, I emailed. Cause so did I, you get any, my question, did you get any uh, deals from that? I did. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, I met, let me think. I got my first four transactions were personal people that I knew from, from that, that direct message. response from that. Wow. Yeah. That's and I had my first, so I, November 1st, I got my license and I had my first closing January 9th. Okay. So. Good. Yeah, not bad. Solid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then just it, you know, just started. Yeah. it was like one a month for well, I guess more than one a month. Yeah. It was twenty nine. It was a lot. So now we're we're so doing probably like two or three months. And made like twenty five grand. Yeah, yeah, it were. And I mean, and here's the thing: it, it's hard because everyone's at different places, and I know. Again, I struck luck. I'm not, I, or just God just really came through for me because I was in. I'm going to say this. I was in a very desperate place in my life. And I think desperation makes people do a lot of things. Oh, yeah. Okay? I was in a, a place where I could not fail. Yeah. If I failed, we didn't eat. Yeah. And I didn't have a roof over my head. Mm -hmm. So I I think that is what can give you more of a drive, right? I think if things are just easy and um, you're kind of like, mm, well, I kind of have to do this, but I don't really have to. Or like you're a part-time agent and you have another job or whatever. It's not... It, it may not be as much of a priority, but when this is all you have, I'm a single mom, I'm on my own, like there's no one taking care of me, I didn't have a choice. Mm -hmm. Like I had to get up every single day and do this. Um, and so again, that comes back to discipline. Because yeah. I mean, it's real, it would be really easy to just say, ugh, I don't feel like it today. And you know what, some days I do and I give myself grace. Mm -hmm. I give myself grace to, to have times where I'm just like, you know what, I need a mental day. I yeah. need a day to reset. Yeah. I don't do it as often as I should. Um, but I need that sometimes because I know I'm so overwhelmed that people are not going to get my best yeah. unless I do a, a reset. Yeah. Um, and so I'll take a day and I'll go get a massage or, you know, something like that. Now I do take vacations. 
Um, I think that's really important that you take time for yourself. And I'm so proud of myself because my last vacation, I only worked for an hour and a half the entire time I was there. And I was there like five days because I told my transaction coordinator and we need to talk about that too. But I told everybody, don't call me. Like everything is buttoned up right now. I made sure of it. Like unless there's a dang fire, like don't call me. And they didn't. And they respected my boundaries, yeah. and um, and I had an amazing time, and I was able to just refresh and relax. And I think we work so hard that we deserve that sometimes, yeah. you know. Yeah, um, and that was the other thing I was going to tell you. My first few transactions, I did not have um, a contract to close. Mm-hmm. She changed my life. Can I give her a shout out? Absolutely. Okay, Brittany Darby, which, sorry, Brittany, I, I always tell her, I'm like, I can't refer to you anymore because you're not going to have time for me. Um, but she's incredible, and she has changed my, my not just my business, but my life. Mm-hmm. She has she is so good at what she does, and she is so kind, and she is so organized and on top of things that I was, I'm like, why did I not do this before? You know, why did I not think that this was important? Because... I was so bogged down in paperwork. Where they say it's like 36 hours of paperwork for each contract or yes. something crazy like that. And I was like, why Why did I not take notice of how much time that I was doing paperwork that I wasn't able to be with people because I'm you know, yeah. just trying to get everything done. So I brought her on and not only... Let me I mean, interrupt she, real quick. Yeah. Don't be a loser. Like, <laughs> no, seriously. Like, you're paid to get, paid someone to do your contract to close. Pay someone to do stuff that's not income producing because that 36 Man, hours, telling you. if you're a boss at, at getting clients, like you just robbed yourself. That's right. And you're losing deals. for 36 hours. That's right. You're losing money. That's right. By not wanting to spend $150 or how, how much is she She's 350 But 350 mm-hmm. whatever it is, per transaction. But she's 150 on the listing side and she puts in all my pictures, all my real travel, I mean everything. She does all of that, and yeah. it's incredible, and it has changed my Now, she has become an amazing friend to me. We have such a good relationship, and she has just, she has taken so much pressure off of me because it took a little time for me to yeah, trust, gotta, right? Yeah. Like, to go, okay, is this really, are because I'm pretty OCD, mm-hmm. and, like, are these things going to be done? But she consistently came through, and it just, and I'm going to give you another thing. Now, I don't know how you're going to feel about this, but I charge my clients mm-hmm. for it. Yeah. Okay, so on my special stipulations in my buyer up agreement um, or in a listing agreement, I put that um, seller or buyer to pay three hundred fifty dollars at closing. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a processing fee. Yeah, yeah, it's a processing fee. And I, you know, if someone is in a place in their life where I know that that three hundred fifty dollars, they can't do it. I won't I won't charge yeah. them for it. But I mean, look, she is well worth more. Mm-hmm. She's worth more than that. But um, I think at this point, um, could I pay it? Yeah, and sometimes I do. But it's just something, I don't know how I just started doing it that way. Yeah. Um, I never have anyone question me yeah. on it. I mean, if they have maybe one person say, like, what is this? It's your, and I just say, it's your business. It's and, a processing and, thing. And, you know, the market, if, you know, you'd be out of business if the market didn't like it. You know, mm-hmm. the market determines what we can charge and right. what we, yeah. you know, people I don't up it. my commission, nothing like people that. Are, but people yeah. are paying it. Yeah. Yeah. 
So, and she is stellar. She's mm-hmm. stellar, um, and it, it changed everything for me. So, I know you have a new agent here today, so remember. Two. Remember, two new agents, that's right. Yeah, my child is here too. Um, and just, you know, remember that because it makes, and my son just closed his first deal and had a TC on that side. He's like, I don't know what I would have done, you know, because he was new, brand new. No, we don't know. I mean, the nice thing too about Brittany is she is a licensed real estate agent. So she knows. You know, she knows. Does she what take she's clients doing. only in Middle Tennessee? Does yes. Take them? Okay. She doesn't take them nationally? No, just okay. Tennessee. Yeah. Yeah, I know you've got She should, she should think about that. I know she should. She's, I'm telling you. She, I don't know though because then she won't have time for me. And I'm just saying, I'm, we're not putting her information out there. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, okay, so what are, so you, you do the text, you send the, you send the message. Mm-hmm. What are some of the other ongoing things that you've done to generate business? I know you spend money on online leads. Mm-hmm. Um, I talk to people everywhere I go. Okay. Okay. Not in a slimy way because I think that it can be it can come off as slimy sometimes if it's all you talk about. It's not all I talk about, but for instance, go to Fred's games. You know, bartender at the Patron Club or whatever. Talk to her. Ended up, um, you know, getting in to discussions with her, um, and she was looking to buy a house. Yeah. If I would not have brought let's, up... Let's role play that, If actually. I would not have brought up what I do for a living... Let's let's role play that, actually, because okay. this is good, but I think a lot of times people are like, oh, uh, I don't have the personality, or I don't know what she said, so... Let me what, give you... I'll give you another you, example. What did you say? So did I'll give you another example, because today it actually happened. My banker, okay. who I go to the bank, she's the one I always bring my commission checks to, and she's like, God, I need to get into real estate, you know, and I'm like, well, hey, you know, well, she, we had, we have a good relationship, I, you know, I'm very nice to them, always, we laugh, and I'm, I try to be really kind to them, um, and she came to me two weeks ago, and she said, um, I know you do real estate, because we've talked about it, because I've told her, you know, I'm a real estate agent, this is what I do, da, 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 da. okay, she said, I'm looking to buy a house, and I just, there's nobody else that I know, and I, I'd like for you to help me. Mm-hmm. This is just everyday life, you yeah. guys. I mean, this is like anywhere you go. I, I leave cards and talk to my waitresses. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how to role play it, but I mean, here's what happened at the bar. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, ordered a margarita. Okay. We just kind of start talking. Um, I, you know, asked her about her life. I always start, I want to know about people. Like, yeah. it's not about me. I want to know about yeah, you. Like, sure. do you have a family? Do you have kids? You know, she was really sweet. And we just started talking. She's like, well, what do you do? And I said, well, I, you know, I'm in real estate. I, you know, I just started not long ago. I'm, I love what I do. And, you know, we just got, we've gained, I think the first thing you have to do is gain rapport. Mm-hmm. And when you gain rapport, you gain trust. Mm-hmm. And so through this conversation, found out some really hard things that she had walked through that mm-hmm. were very similar to my story. Um, and it was amazing. So I'm like, man, people just get plopped right in front of us that we're supposed to meet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she started saying, you know, I've really wanted to buy a house, but I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can qualify. I don't know. You know, I, I pay rent and this is how much I pay in rent. And I'm like, if you're paying that much, yeah, rent, like you know, yeah. and if your credit's bad, we'll work with you yeah. on getting your credit fixed. So I think there's so many people that don't know they even can buy a house. I think it's so out, it's like so out of reach for them. But I think we realize that it's so much easier than you think, mm-hmm. right? And I don't want people to be wasting their money on rent if they could start building equity yeah. in a home. Um, I think the you know the point of that, like, because I think there are two ways to do it. I have seen people, you know, almost like spamming people in person. No. <laughs> like, I hate it. It's you, so you know, gross. you meet someone and it's like, it's hey, so what's up, blah, 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 blah. hey, I'm real estate. Yeah, no. Um, uh-uh. 
That does not. That's not the start of the conversation. Yeah, it's about the, them. The the appropriate thing to do, and this is kind of why I want why I asked and wanted to hear more about it is to listen. That's right. I think you go out there and you meet people, show genuine interest in people and you listen to them and everything's going to come out. You know, there, you know, if you're in a spot where you're trapped with someone at the bar or wherever, and you're talking to them and you're getting to know their story or whatever have you, um, the natural thing for them to do is, you know, well, what about you? Um, and you can, share about your life and what what you do and um i just think the more people that we can go out there and listen to the more people because that's what makes people feel special yeah um and And i'll say two things that one there's one other story i'll say at the preds game the guy who's like our the one who's you know where our seats are the aisle you know he's always there and he's so kind and we we've just talked back and forth and he was just having a baby and just knew about his life he didn't know what i did at that point um and he's just kind of, we just started talking. I'm like, so what, you know, what do you want to do? Because this was his second job. And, you know, he just does this on the side to make more money for his family. And, you know, what do you want to do? This is so relevant right now, but I really want to buy a house for my family. I'm like, well, I'm in real estate, right? So we started talking. And now it's been months since we have spoken. And I got a call from him this weekend. Mm-hmm. And he left me a message. And he's like, my credit's up and I'm ready. Mm. I mean, just because we had that interaction to where, you know, was there any was there any communication in between? Yeah. Oh gosh, like, yeah. Of course, right. I would check in with him, see how things were going. You know, is there anything that I can do for you? Do, would you like me to get you in touch with someone text. to get your via text? Okay. Via text. Most everything I do is via text because yeah. I think that's how a lot of people communicate now, and I think it just it, you can do it anywhere. You I had that get conversation with that guy. Did you add him on Facebook? No, I did not, actually. I just got his phone number and texted him right there, and we just kept in touch. Um, And so I think that's really cool. But the other thing that I found in just hearing you talk about listening to people, you may be the only person in that person's life at this time that is actually listening to them. Mm -hmm. You you have no idea what people are walking through. And that if in that moment I can make them feel like they are important, that they're being heard, and you know what? Sometimes I'm like, God, I don't have time for this conversation sure. right now. But I have to remember, nope, this is about them. And there's times where I've been on the phone with a client for an hour where they have maybe just had a loss in their family mm-hmm. or they've had some really big thing that's happened and they just need to talk to somebody. And I think as a real estate agent, we're kind of a counselor. We're an agent. We're a friend. We're, we become family sometimes. Um, I think your role is not just buying and selling houses. I think... You're in the people business. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's really important, and I think we can lose sight of that sometimes, you know, yeah. because it becomes so transactional. Yeah. Um, and I just, I ask God every day, I'm like, please don't ever let this become transactional to yeah. me. That Because um, if that happens, it's probably time for me to get out. Yeah. So are there any other things that you do other than just, you know, sending the daily text? You sent that Facebook message initially. We do a 36 touch with our database. Now, Keller Williams has that, like, all set up for Mm -hmm. us, so I don't even know how to tell somebody to do it in another way. Um, But they get 36 touches from us a year. Via email. Via email. Got it. Yeah. Um, And then they get a mailed, paper mailed newsletter once a month. So That's from you or from That's from me. Okay. okay, and then both of them are for me, okay, yeah. but it's just an automated thing sure. that we have that we can set people up on this 36 touch. And that 36 touch looks like um, some of it's about, you know, spring cleaning or it's about curb appeal for generic. your home. It's just, it's very generic, but it's, it's 
mind share, mind share, yeah, mind yeah, share, yeah, mind share. Sure. And, um, and then that newsletter that I send out monthly will have maybe a recipe. I mean, I think that's pretty you know, a normal type of newsletter. We do a contest every month. Um, whether it's like March Madness, we had everybody pick, you know, the it's winners It's so normal, and stuff but like it's that. also like those are, the things, <laughs> those are the things that separate. Like, cause you, I mean, it's very normal and you, like, that's not a new thing, but it's just, it's the fundamentals and most people don't do the fundamentals. And following through with yeah. it, you know, yeah. I mean like do a contest and sometimes we'll have nobody like, we're like, oh, we didn't get any, you know, um, response on this one, but okay, well. Somebody has to win, so let's, you know, I, I don't know. We just have to figure yeah. out what to do. And so, um, you know, in the newsletter, we want to get, like, a little tidbit from the lender that we partner with or um, something from our insurance aid. Just giving them not just, like, sell, 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 buy, buy, buy. Like, I want to give them information that's not related. Like, sometimes I'll do um, the best restaurant I've gone to in Nashville recently because I'm a foodie. I love Mine would be so clearly I did that it'd be like um, pizza yeah. chicken <laughs> oh, no, like no, 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 no. That, like, mine is stuff. like, like I am a foodie and so I want and that's actually something I've thought about doing recently of I'd like to go um, you could do foodie Fridays I wanted to go and actually like review a restaurant yeah. at the restaurant yeah. on video and I haven't done it yet but I want to do that because it's like I want to be in people's minds more than just real estate um, and just because I love new restaurants and food so much, I was like, that would be so fun to just go and sit down with it, whether another agent or something mm-hmm. and just say, you know, here's a new restaurant that opened or here's one of my favorite restaurants and tell the owner, like, we're going to, you know, put this out there and, um, we're going to just kind of review the restaurant that day because yeah. then it's something that's not just, I'm trying to sell You're you You're providing something. value to your, yeah. to your, yeah. to your client. And just information, not just real estate, yeah. you know? So, cause yeah, I think absolutely. it can become icky. Absolutely. And I don't want to be icky. I don't want to be slimy, and I don't want people to be like, oh, here she comes again. Yeah. You yeah. Know, all she wants is to to buy, you know, have us buy something or sell something, and that's just not how I want anyone to ever view me. Yeah. So, yeah. so if you were talking to a new agent, mm-hmm. two in the room, yeah. um, what would you tell them to do, like, to get started? And, if, you know, they, they're like, hey, I want to be rookie of the year mm-hmm. um, and sell 29 houses in my first year. What, would, what are some things you would tell them to Get do? a mentor. First and foremost, um, I actually want to become a mentor to people because I think um, even the way that I would could learn is just drive around with somebody, drive around with somebody and watch them do what they do. Because I don't think you, it, I learn through, I don't learn probably as well in classroom setting. Yeah. I learn by watching and doing. And so I've told people in my office, like jump in my car with me. Jump in my car and just do a day with me. You'll hear me on the phone. You'll hear me negotiate. You'll watch me show houses. You'll maybe watch me do a listing. You'll watch me maybe get pictures done for a listing. And I think you'll learn so much by just spending some time with people doing what they do. Yeah. Um, and I think that that's really important. Ask for help. Don't try to be a lone ranger. Mm-hmm. Ask people for help. And hopefully the the office or brokerage you're in that you've got people that are that are willing to share I know that there's a lot of people that are like this is mine I'm holding it close to my chest because this is how I succeed for me nothing's proprietary yeah I will share anything and everything that I do because there's enough business for all Mm -hmm. of us you know and you may do something different than I do and you may connect with a client better than I do because of personality or whatever and so I don't hold anything close I mean anything that I do is I'll give it away and so um, get a mentor. Yeah. I think that's number one. Um, number two, reach out to everyone you know, and don't just do it in the state 
you live in. Do it anywhere because you can get, I mean, and start reaching out to, I mean, for us at Keller Williams, we've got a nice, like a referral app, you know, that we can connect with agents all over the country. But I think that's another thing. Whoever your brokerage is, reach out to some people in other states and say, hey, I'd love to be your referral partner. You know, yeah, yeah. Um, Do open houses. Do it. Because... There are so many people that walk through open houses that don't have an agent, and it's just an automatic. And it's, I mean, for you to sit there for two hours, you could make twenty grand. Like there's no reason yeah, not to do that. I don't that. believe in open house losses because, like, even if Never an open house, even 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 if an open house is a complete bust, you get to unpack. That's right. What could I have done differently? Mm-hmm. You hopefully um, learned a little bit about the neighborhood. You know, and the market, you know, leading up That's right. to that open That's house right. so that you can speak That's about right. these things. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, yeah, there's just there's so much gold, um, whether you're getting clients or not. Because you go, just yeah, so go much to agents in your office and ask. Just ask them, do you have open houses that I can hold for you? And because then not only are you doing that, you're learning, but then you're connecting with other agents. Mm-hmm. And then again, then you start learning from them. Yeah. Right. I mean, I take a piece of something from a lot of people that I know in this business, like. And each thing is different, yeah. you know, because everybody does things a little bit differently. Yeah. And so I learned something so like from so many different people. And so um, I think that's huge. I would say um, talk to people everywhere you go. Don't be gross about it, you know, but talk to people. Let them know what you do and that you love what you do. Yeah. And that um, if they're ever, you know, I'm telling you, I my kids can tell you, I mean, I've never met a stranger, really. I kind of talk to everybody. Um, but there's... You know, talk to your waitress, talk to your server, talk to your flight attendant. Talk. I mean, I, I, there's no one that I don't talk to mm-hmm. about real estate, and I just, but it starts with them. Talk to them, connect with them on their life, and you never know what could happen from that. Yeah. Because six months later, you might be getting a text from Marcus saying, hey, I'm ready now. You just never know. And so if you don't open your mouth and talk about it, then they don't know. And you may have just lost. I mean, I could have lost so many opportunities by just saying, oh, I'm going to get a drink and leave. Right? Yeah. Or I'm going to go have dinner and leave. Yeah. And, and so because a lot of deals have come from just organic conversations that complete strangers, strangers that now are friends or whatever, you know. Yeah. So those are my first things. I mean, I and, and get a schedule. Get a schedule. You know, whether it's you've got office hours of 8 to 5 or um, I, I'm an early riser. I I, I want to sleep in so badly, but my brain won't let me. Yeah. But I'm an early riser, so I do a lot of things early in the morning um, that I try to just get all the kind of busy stuff done. Mm-hmm. You know, and then the rest of my day is just devoted sure. to, to showings and things like that or listings. And so um, get a schedule, get disciplined and know that this is not easy. This is not an easy business, but it is so fulfilling, and I think it is so worth yeah. what we get to do. So. Yeah, awesome, yeah. good stuff. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you appreciate coming you. on the Thank you. podcast slash show. I- <laughs> um, Why are we saying podcast slash show? Well, it's it's a it's a, it's a video as well, <laughs> okay, well so you don't really call it you don't really call it. I've never done that before except for this episode. That's it's kind so of stuck, stuck, stuck in my like, head. Okay, um, got so it's it. a podcast and a show. So yeah, well, I appreciate. It. Thank you for having me. It's yeah. so crazy. I told, I told you I was like, I don't know why I'm coming on here. I, like, I don't feel really um, qualified to do this, but I'm very thankful. I'd be so very, very curious to look at the numbers of real estate agents who sold fourteen million dollars <laughs> real estate in the first year. Wow, I'm and tracking I'm very twenty blessed. million in your second year. So that's yeah. huge. So thank, thank you so you. much. I appreciate you. All right. Thanks.